0: hi there and welcome to the simply living for him podcast i'm karen debuse from simply living for him thank you for joining me for another episode of the simply living for him podcast on this podcast i talk about all things simple whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm how i keep it simple in my homeschool or you'll always just hear a lot about jesus because i truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is jesus The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So I have to catch you guys up. My life has been like a whirlwind lately, so I'm gonna fill you in on what's going on uh, here with Simply Living For Him. We've had some drama on the farm this week. I'm gonna fill you in on all that, and then I wanna encourage you today that whatever you are in the middle of to finish well. Uh, We are going into our 17th year of homeschooling next year. And I know for many of us, at this time of the year, we are done. We are thrown in the towel, and we're looking ahead to next year. But I want to encourage you today, whether you're a homeschooler or whatever it is you find yourself in the middle of right now, to finish well. And that goes for all of us just in life, to finish well. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn live, and defend the Christian faith through their print and digital curriculum and online classes. If you are new to homeschooling, you can access a free curriculum planning guide packed with homeschool information and encouragement from Apologia. You can also visit their website and they have um, some homeschooling help for you at at the top there of their menu. You can find some free resources about getting started at homeschooling, a guide to Apologia Science, free activities for kids. Lots of help over there at Apologia.com. So let me fill you guys in. I've had quite a few weeks here. So the last time I podcasted, I think it was the day before I was leaving for a trip, which I want to share with you this story about this trip because I believe it will encourage you in some way, shape, or form. You know, it was just one of these things that God could literally just have like popped into my room himself because he was so evident in this whole situation. So I was invited to go to the Foundation's Homeschool Summit, um, which was hosted by BJU Press down in Greenville, South Carolina. Go check out BJU Press right now because I want to tell you, they are a stellar company. I learned so much, not just about homeschooling and leadership and encouraging others, those couple of days but i learned how a textbook is made from literally creation you know the content creation to production it was amazing we got to tour the facilities i did not realize how much goes into a textbook i mean it is incredible it is incredible so that was exciting um but i was very nervous about this trip for several reasons number one i am a big baby i never travel alone And so uh, I usually bring somebody with me when I'm on a speaking trip or or what have you. But this time I had the opportunity to attend this event and I would be traveling alone. And so I really prayed about it because it was one of those things where i was like well i want to go but i don't know what to expect you know how we can our introverted selves can be you know i don't know what to expect i got to have to you know step out of my comfort zone i don't know anybody who's gonna be there you know is it gonna be you know what is it gonna be so all that plus you know traveling alone so um I prayed about it and I won't get into all the details, but God made it 100% clear when I was praying, like through various things of confirmation that, like I said, he may as well came down in the room and said, yes, you should go because it was that clear. And so through various things, he confirmed that I should go. So I decided to go. I said, I'm going to walk in faith and not fear. I mean, millions of people travel alone all the time. (laughs) So anyway, I was very excited as it came close, but also for anyone who has been following my journey for any, any amount of time, whenever I have a trip, whenever I am doing a speaking engagement, it's always a struggle and a battle the few days before. Satan tries to take me out every time. I always have some major crisis or something to distract me. It always happens. And so this time I didn't really have anything like that happen. But the night before I was leaving, so I had to be up at 4 a.m. because uh, I had to be at the airport at 6. And, you know, I know in the past I have had issues fall now if anyone knows me i love to sleep i have no issues sleeping insomnia is not a word in my vocabulary i love to go to sleep my head hits the pillow and i'm out like light but when i travel and i know i have to be up early i always have trouble sleeping i can never fall asleep and i i know that's common so you know you're just so afraid of like missing the flight or what's gonna happen so i tried to brainwash myself that sunday It was Sunday night into Monday that I needed to be up at 4 a.m. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell myself that I don't even need to sleep. I'm just going to stay up all night. And I'm just going to – I was trying to brainwash myself. Like, I'll just do that. And then maybe I'll just get so tired that I will fall asleep. There was one trip that I always remember. I did a women's event in North Carolina a couple of years back. And this event was unique because I flew out the same day that I was speaking. And I never do that. Well, I've done that, but rare. Um, And so we were leaving. Again, it was the same situation. Like, we had to leave at, like, 6 a.m. And uh, the event was going to be that evening. And I didn't sleep. And I was ready to literally, like, cancel. And my friend was traveling with me. She was helping me with the event. And she was like, well, we're not canceling, you know. And she's like, you'll sleep. You'll sleep on the plane. So we get, you know, on the plane. She's like, you know, just relax. You'll, you'll take a little nap and you'll be fine. Never slept on the plane. We get to the airport. I mean, yeah, we get to the airport there. We get to our hotel. Now, we have gotten out so early on our flight. I think we got there at like noon and we go to our hotel. And sometimes, you know, you can check in the hotel early. And they were like, nope, you cannot check in until 3 o'clock. And we're like, what? And so, you know, we're like, I really needed to try to rest. And and my friend was like, you need to get into that hotel room so you can rest. I think we had to leave for the event at six p.m. So I'm thinking, all right, get in the hotel room at three. Could I possibly get like an hour of sleep? Um, so now we're kind of stranded. We have this rental car. We're at our hotel at noon, and they tell us we can't check in till three. So we go to like the gas station across the street and get snacks and we come back to the hotel lobby and we're sitting there and, you know, we're just like, what do we do for three hours? And my friend says to me, we're going to go to the car. We're going to find a nice, sunny, warm spot in the parking lot. You're going to put that seat down and you're going to take a nap and you're going to go to sleep in the car. So. She takes me to the car, we put the seat down, get a nice sunny spot, because it was like January, so we were just happy to be in warmer temperatures. And lo and behold, we lay in the car, and I do not fall asleep. Finally, we get to check into the hotel. Now I'm like, there's no way I'm going to take a nap, because now I have to take a shower and get ready to go speak at this event. Anyway, lo and behold, I never slept, never, ever, ever slept, and went to the event, spoke that night, came home, you know, running, not home, back to the hotel, running on adrenaline, but I did actually sleep that night, and then I had to speak again the next day. I was running this whole event the next day, but God was so good. He provided, even though I didn't sleep, so I kind of had that in the back of my mind, like, oh, I don't want this to be another day where I don't sleep, so anyway, um, You know, I prayed too. I was praying, you know, Lord, I just need one to two hours of sleep. You know, I just need to know that I had some sleep and then I'll be okay. So I had my friends praying, you know, we had my prayer warrior friends. I'm texting them, you know, just pray. Please pray. They get one, two hours of sleep. Long story short, I did not sleep. Not one wink, not even a little bit. I didn't even doze off. I literally laid in my bed the whole night thinking, well, if I fall asleep now, I'll get five hours. Well, if I fall asleep now, I'll get four. I tried the brainwashing thing. Well, I don't need any sleep. I tried it all. Didn't sleep. Uh, get to the airport. Now, you know, I have the added stress of traveling alone. Literally, I have never done this before. So I get to the airport. I have a connecting flight. I mean, talk about stress um so I have to navigate everything on my own uh and I know to many of you out there you're like big whoop you're an adult but for me (laughs) it was a big whoop so I you know I get to the flight I manage to go through security get to the gate I have plenty of time I go to the Starbucks I get coffee you know whatever get on the plane Um, and then, you know, I have to make this connecting flight, which I had like an hour. So it wasn't terrible. As long as the first flight, you know, is not delayed, we're fine. Made it to the second flight. No problem, but no sleeping on the plane. And so while I was on the plane, I was thinking about this and I thought, you know what, Lord, I don't understand. Like I prayed specifically just for an hour or two of sleep. I wasn't asking for a full night of sleep. I had my friends praying like we were all praying. And for a split second, my faith was like, you know, wavering and going a little bit downhill. So I'm like, you know, what is this like? Do I just have this like made up in my mind that God listens to me because we all prayed and he didn't answer my prayer and I didn't sleep. And in that moment, it was clear as day that he was like, yeah, I answered your prayer, but I answered it my way and I want you to fully rely on me and even with no sleep, it's, you know, no sleep. It's almost like fasting, I guess. You're going to focus on me even more, and you're going to have to rely on me. You think you need one to hours, two to out you think you need one to two hours to sleep. You've got the creator of the universe holding you in his hand. I'll make it work. And again, I had so many confirmations. Like I don't want to get into all those little details, but I had so many confirmations confirmations from him on this trip that like I was doing what I needed to do. And that made all the difference. So anyway, I had an amazing time. I can't even tell you how much I needed this and didn't know I needed it. You know, just as a speaker, I do a lot of speaking. I'm a podcaster. I'm always talking. It was nice to be quiet and to just listen and to not have to speak and to just take it all in and to have, you know, people pour into us as we were. It was homeschool leaders. So you had people there like me, bloggers, podcasters. uh, You had people from your state um organizations like the leaders from state organizations, you have people from LD um, H S L D A. You know, so it was really amazing. And it was just something like I really didn't know how much I needed the connection with other people. I didn't realize how much I needed the fellowship. I didn't realize how much I needed the encouragement. I didn't realize how much I just needed the fun <laughs> to laugh and to get to know people. Oh, it was amazing. For an introvert like me, It was just like, you know, something It's like I said, it can be a little uncomfortable. But once I was there, it was so comfortable. So anyway, I want to thank BJU Press and all the folks involved. Go check out all they have to offer. They are just a stellar company. I'm so thankful. Um, Speaking of in-person encouragement and fellowship, the next thing that I'm working on is our in-person event uh, Saturday, March the 12th. If you are anywhere near Chester, New Jersey, or if you're not near, come on out. Come on out to Chester, New Jersey for the day. We are going to have a ladies' day out. I've been preparing, like, Crazy for this. I am so excited. I have three sessions that I'm going to be giving. The theme is, but do you know him? We're really going to look at what God says about the Bible, not what your friends say or what God said what the uh, let me back up. What the Bible says about God and who he is. Not what your friends say, not what you learned growing up. What does the Bible say? We're going to focus on him. We're going to focus on our identity in him. We're going to focus on the gospel. We're going to focus on Jesus as our Savior. So there's three sessions that, like I said, I'll be doing God as our creator, Jesus as our savior, and how do we walk out our identity in him every single day? Um, it's When I do events, we are no fluff, no frills. We are there to learn and dig into the word of God. My women's events are not kind of fluffy women's events where we go to woohoo, puff up ourselves. No, we're going to exalt the name of God. So we're going to have prayer time and worship time and fellowship. Lunch is provided This event. So, hey, come on out, be encouraged, and get a lunch out of it with other ladies. Whether you've been studying the Bible your whole life or you've never even opened a Bible, come on out. If you don't have a Bible, I'm going to give you one for free that day. I just feel so strongly that at this time, especially in the world, We need to focus on the word of God. We need to focus on how big God is, how sovereign he is. We put him in a box so often. You know, I put him in a box. God, give me my one to two hours of sleep. No, we are talking about the God who created the universe, who holds the stars in the sky. I am so on fire for these messages. So come on out um, Saturday, March 12th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., doors open at 9 30 spend the day with me I want to meet you we're gonna have time of learning we're gonna have worship prayer all of that good stuff so the link I will put in the show notes then after that one week later on March 19th I'm gonna head on a plane again uh possibly alone I don't know yet for sure but here we go you know come coming out of my comfort zone um to the uh, Colorado event which is um, put on by Czech and it is a refresh day for homeschooling moms. It's a one day event as well. I'm gonna be giving four sessions. It's like a little retreat for the day for homeschooling moms, and it's soul care for the weary homeschool mom. So if you are interested in that, I will also link that in the show notes. I would love to meet you, whether it's in Chester, New Jersey, whether it is in Colorado, and then a couple weeks after that, I think it's two weeks after that, I am heading to teach them diligently in Waco, Texas. Uh, Not Waco. I'm sorry. Round Rock. It was in Waco a few years ago. Round Rock, Texas uh, at the Kalahari Resorts. And I will be speaking at the Teach Indulgently Homeschooling Convention. And then, of course, in July, we have our Simply Living for Him retreat. And that's a two-day women's event. And More on that to come, but that is definitely something you will want to register for now because space is running out. Um, But we are so excited to return to in-person retreats this year. So that's a little bit of the craziness that was going on here with traveling. You know, anytime you travel, it's like the whole week kind of is in disarray because then you have uh, to catch up when you get home, you know, on just all the house things and the homeschooling things and the laundry and all that. And then my son is home for his break, which I'm super excited about. As you know, my oldest son is at a Christian gap year program this year. It's called One Life um, and you can... You can uh, Google that or I will put the the link in the show notes because so many people have messaged me for the link. I really want to do an entire podcast episode on his experience there when he's finished because he's not quite there yet. He'll graduate in May. But basically, it's a one-year program. Your child is not sure what they want to do after high school. He wasn't sure what he wanted to do after his homeschool journey ended. This has been the most amazing experience. I I cannot say enough about how much he's grown spiritually, personally. Just, it's amazing. Um, So he's home for a break. They get a break. And he's home for a week and then he goes back and he's heading to Peru to serve in a mission in Peru. Um, So there's just so much going on. So we're thrilled to have him home. And then tomorrow, tomorrow, my daughter and her husband are coming for the weekend. You know, I've talked a lot about them on the podcast. I miss her like crazy. Uh, I'm going to be actually talking at the homeschooling conference. convention in Texas this year. They'll teach them diligently about transitioning your children from high school from the teen years to adulthood. Um, So, you know, we've walked through this the past few years and It's all lots of, you know, wisdom I want to share with you guys that I've learned. Many mistakes I've made, but much that I've learned. Um, So anyway, they're coming this weekend, and we have a packed full weekend with birthday parties and bridal showers for a friend and just so many, you know, things going on. And in the midst of that, I got some hobby farm news. So the other night, we woke up to this dreadful sound. Uh, of like literally like murderous screams. And my husband jumps up and he's like, something's getting the chickens. I literally felt like I was on Little House on the Prairie. And so he jumps up and he runs outside with his BB gun. And he's like, you know, trying to protect the chickens. A raccoon had gotten into the chicken coop. This has never happened. We've always had a secure chicken coop. We've had predators during the day, you know, issues when they're free ranging, but we have never had something like that get into the coop in the night. Uh, so anyway, we lost a chicken. Another one was severely injured. I don't know if she's going to make it, um, but we're we're hoping. And so <clears throat> lots of drama going on over here. You know, the simple life isn't always very simple. And so that was our drama this week. But I was just excited to have a few minutes today to sit down and be like, I am recording the podcast. So, you know, sometimes we just feel like uh, we're kind of we want to throw in the towel. Right. We're, we're done. Um, I want to just relate that to homeschooling first. But if you're not a homeschooler, you can relate this to whatever situation in life. But I know for me at this time of the year as a homeschooling mom, and this has happened every single year. Uh, and, you know, like I said, we're going on 17 years now, so I should get it together by now. But every year at this time, I am so done with this year. I'm like, I'm burnt out, you know, we're, we're just sort of like, at the end of our rope, uh, you're, you've got one eye on spring, because you're, you know, you get a little bit of warmth, and you're like, oh, spring is coming. And you're so done with just being in the winter time indoors. And so every year at this time, I'm like, you know, what I'm so done with this year, let's just get like the basics done. Let's just finish math and reading and Next year, though, oh, yeah, next year is going to be the year. Next year is going to be the year where I get it together. Next year, I'm going to get that perfect curriculum. Next year, I'm going to get that perfect planner. Next year, I'll have a meal plan. I'll have a chore chart. I'll have the discipline plan. Next year, I'm going to have the best year. But right now, let me just, you know, make it, right. Like you know, just like we're just going to hang on until it's over. I want to encourage you. There is no next year, the perfect year. I've been doing this 17 years, and I will tell you that that perfect year that I was waiting for never came. And every year brought, you know, a new season, new challenges, unexpected trials, even joys. All kinds of things that interrupted our homeschool, whether it was job loss, death in the family, family emergencies, illness, or one year we had a baby. But, you know, that's still... There went that best year, right? Because even though it's a joyous thing, things kind of fall apart in the homeschool sometimes when you have a baby. So, you know, I mean, this... This whole idea that like next year is going to be the year. We're always living in this future and we're not finishing well like where we are right now. So several years into it, I decided I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to stop saying next year is the year. And I'm going to focus on what I have right now in this moment because I don't know what next year brings. And like I said, often. Um, um, no, not often. Every year, that, that homeschool nirvana, that perfect year that I was waiting for, really never came. Um, because every year had its own challenges or trials or issues. And rather than thinking, um, you know, next year is the year I'll get it together. I'm going to get it together right now. Just because it's March and I'm tired and I'm busy and, you know, I've got one eye on spring and summer's coming, doesn't mean that I just give up. Because I really don't know what tomorrow brings. I only have this moment. And so I am going to finish this year well. I'm going to focus all that energy that I'm putting into, oh, next year. Because, you know, this is also the year when you have, like, at the time of the year when you have, like, the conventions and all the curriculum catalogs start coming in the mail. And you start just, you know, taking your eyes off of now and putting them into the future. And I also have learned over the years that when I've done that, I've missed out on so much of the present. You know, just the other day, my son, like I mentioned, is home on break. Um, And I realized when he's home now, like I only get him for these short bits of time, and then he goes back, and I won't hear from him while he's in Peru, and that'll be hard. And, you know, like I understand that that, like this break he has is so – um, important to me and so meaningful because I, I get it now. Like, I get that it's going to be over. And I think in the homeschooling journey or even just in the parenting journey, whether you're homeschooling or not, we do that with the younger years. We've got one eye on next year. Oh, well, it'll be better when they learn to walk. Oh, it'll be better when they go to school. Oh, it'll be better when they're a teenager. Oh, it'll be better when they're, what, all of a sudden they're married and moved out. And ask me how I know because it all happens so fast. One minute my daughter was, you know, this little gap-tooth baby. The next minute she's a teenager and now she's a married woman. So the other day when my son was here for break, I was being I was very aware and very intentional about my time. And like I said, that's I I don't know if I said it on here, but I haven't been on social media very much lately. I haven't been on Instagram or anything like that. Just because I know that, you know, he's only home right for this limited amount of time. And I want to enjoy it and make the most of every moment. And in that moment, I was savoring it. I was like, I could go upstairs, you know, at night, like, you know, we'll sometimes watch a show or have a little snack and hang out downstairs. And sometimes I just want to go upstairs to my room and be alone and let the boys hang out downstairs. And I was like, you know what? I am not going up to my room to be alone. There'll be plenty of time to be alone next week. I am going to spend, you know, every moment that I can with him while he's here and really be intentional about Using this time well. And I got a lot going on right now. This is a very busy season. You know, as a speaker, this is the time. Like I said, I have my own event coming up. I'm doing some other events that require traveling. It's very easy for me to, you know, look ahead to those things and be like, I've got to do this. I've got to do the, you know, preparations and I've got to do my to-do list. And I'm like, yeah, I do have to do those things. But I also really, really need to minister to my family first and be very intentional about my time. In fact, I wrote my daughter a text in the middle of all this the other day. Um, you know, some of the things I've learned as a mom now who had, you know, homeschooled and then all of a sudden their children are off on their own and it all happens so quick. You know, I texted her and I said, having your brother home has really been, um, you know, something that I'm savoring. I'm, I'm understanding that I really need to savor this time. And I said to her, if I had real, I'm going to cry. I said to her, if I had realized when you were home as a teenager, that it would be over in the blink of an eye, I would have savored it more. And I said to her, I would have been a lot less irritable and a lot more loving. And I'm sorry. And I will now focus when I'm with you on being you know, more intentional with you know, just enjoying each other. So when they come home this weekend, I mean, I just want to enjoy every second. It's going to be very busy. But you know what? That's life. I don't want to focus on the busyness and miss out on the joy i don't want to focus on the busyness and miss out on the people the to-do lists get done but how do we treat our people in the middle of the two to-do lists and like i said with homeschooling if you're so focused on well next year is going to be the year are you focusing on the people in front of you right now? We never know what tomorrow brings. I did a devotional this week on the verse in James where it says says like your life is like a vapor, right? I mean, it's true. Did you ever go out on a foggy morning and it's so foggy you can barely see? And in that moment, like that's all you, you know, you're focused on is like, I can't see what's ahead and I'm so worried and it's hard to drive in that. And then like an hour later, the fog is gone and it's like it was never there. You would never, ever, ever know that it was so foggy. And yet. You are so wrapped up in that, foggy, that fog, rightfully so, because it's dangerous driving in fog, but you know what I mean? Like you're so wrapped up in it in that moment and then it's gone in an hour. It's all gone. And to think of our life like that, like we're so wrapped up in the details. We're so wrapped up in the stuff. We're so wrapped up in the homeschooling stuff. We're so, so wrapped up that we forget our true purpose here and that in the blink of an eye, it will all be gone. And I guess it's because my kids are getting older. We're nearing the end of our homeschool journey now. I mean, I still got, let's see, my son is 13. So we've got about five years left. But, you know, I've got like um, a different perspective now. Like when your kids are little, like I said, whether you're homeschooling or not, for some reason, we think it's going to be better when and in many ways, things get better You know, I've enjoyed every season. They do get, I really enjoy the adult season. But it's not that we ever arrive. It's just that those seasons change. And there's a lot of good in the season you're in. And there's a lot of learning and growth in the season you're in. So whatever season you are in or whatever situation or circumstance you are in today, whether you're a homeschooling mom like me, whether you're a mom with grown children, whether you're a young mom, whether you're a single lady, Don't get so caught up in it will be better when. Finish well. Finish your life well. Live your life well. If you're a single mom, I mean a single woman, and you're thinking, oh, it'll be better when I get married. I mean, ask me how I know. I did all those things. Oh, life will be better once I am married. Oh, once I'm married. Life will be better once I have my first baby. Oh, then I have my first baby. Life will be better once I have my second baby. Oh, life will be better once we move. Oh, no, it's not that life is better. I mean, certain things, yeah, get better with time. It's just, it's different. We evolve and we grow, but that doesn't mean that any season is really more important than the other because we need each season to build upon to get to the next. So don't wish it away. If you're a homeschooling mom, finish this year well. If your kids are in school, finish this year well. If you are an older woman, finish out your life well. If you are a younger woman, I mean, who knows? We don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know how much time we have left. Finish today well. Look at what is in front of you. And it's like Elizabeth Elliot says, like, do the next thing, right? Don't get so, I mean, we know from the past two years, life is unpredictable. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know what the next year is going to bring and what the next two years are going to bring. Don't look back someday and say, That you were so busy living for the future, you didn't live in the present. And like I said to my daughter in that text, I would have spent a lot less time being irritable and a lot more time being loving. And you know why I was irritable? Because I was worried about the future. I was focused on the wrong things. I was distracted by so many things. As moms, as women, we get so distracted. We need everyday clarity. And you know what it is? Social media is distracting us beyond distraction these days. I have found lately, because I was feeling very overwhelmed and nervous about this trip and just about, you know, all the things I have coming up, that I had to just like go off of social media. And I was just like, I am filling my mind with the word. I have to pour into women in the next several months. I cannot be filling my mind with the junk on social media. My mind must be filled on the truth of God's word. I have to be operating out of the truth of God's word and not operating out of the lies of this world. It's really hard to live well when you're so distracted. And you know what? I think that's a lot of why those years in my homeschooling journey, I would say, well, next year would be better. Be- a lot of the burnout came from being distracted by the things of this world by what other people were doing in their homeschool by what the curriculum catalogs were showing me making me feel like maybe i'm not doing enough by the instagram and pinterest accounts that made me feel like i wasn't a good homeschool mother what would your life look like if no one told you how to live it i did a whole podcast episode about that a long time ago you can find it in the archives What if your life was really truly just between you and the Lord? It would be so different. We don't realize how much we are influenced by the outside world. We don't realize how much we are distracted. And that is why we have a hard time living each day well and finishing the things that we're called to do well. So don't live with one eye in the future. I mean, yes, we want to be prudent and we want to look ahead and be planning and purposeful and all that. But don't live there. Live here. Live in the present, where you are today. We are not promised one more minute. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how things are going to change. Things could change in an instant. And I don't want to look back someday and be like, wow, I wasted so much time. You know, it's interesting. When my kids were little, I remember thinking so clearly, I want to do all the crafts. I want to do all the, you know, fun things with them, especially as a homeschooling mom. I want to do all these things because I don't want to look back someday and say, oh, I wish I would have done all that. Like, I really felt this need to do all the things. But you know what? Those are not necessarily the things that I look back now and say, oh, I wish I had done more. It was quite the opposite. It was the things that aren't measured by, you know, crafts or tangible things. Like I wish I had, like I said, not been so irritable and loved more. I wish I had enjoyed the moment more. I wish I wasn't fretting about so many things that didn't matter later on. And so those are the things that I look back at. So if there's any wisdom I can give you from a mom now of two grown adults, is that, you know, don't you, you want to live each day. I mean, you don't want to stress yourself out and be like, I have to enjoy the moment. I have to enjoy the moment. You know, that's not what I'm saying. Because I know some people then stress themselves out, like, I have to enjoy every little thing. It's just to have more of an awareness that where you are right now is not forever, and that you know, we don't want to sweat the small stuff, so to speak, because literally it's all going to be gone one day. I mean, the amount of things I worried about in my homeschool, I just wish I would have, you know, kept it uh, a little bit, you know, a little bit more where I just focused on the joy. And that's not to say I didn't, because I wrote my book called Home, Finding Joy and Letting God Lead Your Homeschool. The simple homeschool journey. You know, I've always talked about keeping it simple and getting rid of distractions. So I definitely had that awareness all along. But I must say that I fell into the trap, just like everyone else, of focusing on the wrong things. I am grateful that God did give me the perspective that I had when I wrote Called Home and the simple homeschool journey. Uh, I am very grateful because I can't even imagine the stress, and the regret that I would have felt otherwise. So even me, somebody who always had the awareness to keep it simple, you know, it's, it's still a battle. It's still a battle. The world calls you, and I'm like, no, I want to just keep it simple. I don't want to get caught up in all of the stuff. Whether you're a homeschooler or not, the world is calling you, and it gets very distracting. So I just wanted to encourage you all today to finish well, to live well. And what does that mean? That means people first, well, God first, and people, and being intentional. I mean, this life could be over in an instant. Are you building the kingdom? Are you sharing the gospel? Are you showing people Jesus' love? Are those your priorities? I love what it says in Matthew 6.33. That's my favorite verse in the whole Bible. Um, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. But in the New Living Translation, it says, make the kingdom of God your primary concern. And I believe if you make the kingdom of God your primary concern, you will live well. How could you not when the kingdom of God is your primary concern? So I hope this encouraged you today. If it did, I want to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Uh, You can always send me an email at karen at simplylivingforhim.com. You can go to anchor.fm slash simplylivingforhim, and you can even leave me a voice message. Um, I would love to hear from you and to continue that conversation. Let me know, have you got caught up in that trap where you're always living for the next thing, that you're not living this moment well? Um, And like I said, I would love, love, love to see you at one of the upcoming events our ladies day out in chester new jersey on march 12th the check homeschooling refresh day for homeschooling moms on march 19th Uh, teach them diligently is i believe march 31st to april 2nd i'll be in uh, round rock texas and then in july i will be at the simply living for him women's retreat which i am so excited about in gettysburg pennsylvania Also forgot to mention, Rocky Mountain Homeschool Conference in June. I will be speaking there. That's June, I believe, 16th to the 18th. You can find all of my speaking events on the website at simplylivingforhim.com. So I hope that this encouraged you today. I'm glad to be back on the podcast. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.